This is Beyond the Bell Tower, where an elite group of North Carolina State University students give us a behind-the-scenes look at their steps to success and show us how they attain even their lofty goals. These students, who are in the top 10% of the country, are active in student support services at NC State, a nationally recognized program designed to provide support for low-income, first-generation college students. Nationally, this population has an 11% graduation rate within six years. The student support services students surpass that rate each year and go on to become doctors, dentists, accountants, and engineers. They work at Google, Apple, and the NCAA. They have earned PhDs in Ivy League colleges. These students go well beyond the bell tower to reach this level of success. So welcome back to Beyond the Bell Tower. My name is Ricky Dows. I'm here with Yvonne Damon. Hi, Yvonne. Hi, everybody. How are you doing? How was your spring break? Uh, my spring break was pretty good. I spent most of it sleeping and that's all I wanted. Basically, yeah. When you're a college student, like what is going out to the beach? What is trying to go to Punta Cana or Costa Rica? Like Get in my <laughs> wallet that I won't take. Exactly. I slept for like a good part of the weekend and then like went and hung out at the beach with some friends. So I did get some like sort of spring break shenanigans going on, but nothing like Guatemala. I wish. <laughs> she ain't got it like that. She She's supporting me, but she ain't got it like that. So, yeah, Yvonne is here with me. Um, basically, we're just going to have a conversation. Um, I am a cis heterosexual student here at NC State, and I don't know a lot when it comes to uh, things like the LGBTQ plus community and like um, different gender spectrums and um, <laughs> like how people would like to be addressed and where exactly they fit on that spectrum a lot of times. And so I thought it'd be really cool to get someone who is a part of that community to help me figure out, like help me be a little more sensitive to um, the way that people are feeling in this climate nowadays. Um, Cause I've definitely made the mistake of like calling people that I thought were, you know, female or male by like their perceived gender and only to find out that they liked to be call you know they them and those that has to do with pronouns right that is a pronoun yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so um, it's just like confusing being in this new climate and not knowing because I try to like take account of everyone's feelings as best as I can considering I am like a minority and I want my feelings taken account of very true yeah so I try to make sure I also respect everyone else's as well so that's why Yvonne is here yeah, so Yvonne, uh, what do you? What would you want people to know about you going into this? Let's like get okay. you acquainted with uh, the listeners. That's fair. Okay, seeing as what we're going to talk about, I feel like um, so I'm I'm Yvonne Damon. Hi everybody. Um, I'm a cisgendered female. Um, I well I identify as a bisexual, but I guess it's more like a pansexual. I just don't feel like explaining the concept of pansexual every time someone asks me what I'm interested in. So, um. I feel like those are the two most important things to know going into this. That works. Yeah, pretty much. Um, what's your relationship with TRIO? Um, I'm actually one of the TRIO ambassadors. I'm the secretary for the TRIO ambassadors this year. Um, I try and do like a whole lot of stuff with TRIO. So Yvonne is going to help, you know, educate me um, on some of these like confusing topics and then hopefully maybe like educate some of you guys um, who may be feeling confused or, you know, feel like you can't ask these questions because like 
someone will like too scared to ask the questions because you're afraid to offend somebody, which is hashtag me because honest to God, if it wasn't for Yvonne, I know Yvonne personally. So I'm able to ask these questions without feeling (laughs) like I'm going to hurt her feelings. So I'm like, I need to have answers. And so that's why Yvonne is here with me. Yes. So um, I'm also going to go ahead and put a disclaimer in here now. So, yeah, we're just basically going to have a conversation between the two of us. Um, Like I said, we're both students. Neither of us are, like, experts on anything. Some of the things I say may be wrong. Even Yvonne, some of the things she may say, like, aren't going to be completely, like, there. Um, We're really just sharing from personal experiences as they, like, might help someone else out there. Um, we're not like specialists or anything. I'd run nothing LGBT. I'm a straight person. I'm a cisgendered person. So I know nothing. And Yvonne can't be expected to know everything. So um, yes, I can. No, no it's okay. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so um, yeah, if anyone like just hears something that where they're like, no, that's not right. Or no, they got that wrong. Like feel free to like just reach out and share. Like I said, my name is Ricky Dows. Reach out to me. Um, reach out to Yvonne. Like just yeah, it's let Yvonne us know. Damon. Just look it up in the NCSU directory. Email Honestly, me. type it in the email, and literally, I'll pop up. I'm the only Ricky in there. So I'm the only Yvonne Damon. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it. there you go. Um. So yeah. Um. You've already um. You're cisgendered. You said so. Your pronouns, yes, I'm assuming, are she, hers, and hers. Okay. She, her, and hers. I messed that third time. All right. So what is this thing? with pronoun that's my main thing right now because like like i said i've definitely like mistakenly like forgetting sometimes like called friends of mine who are like my pronouns are they and like been like my brain's like but you're a girl like and so i would say she and then i'm like no you're they and like correct myself yeah but like what is like the like what are the the pronouns now okay so the most typically used the most typically used pronouns are uh, she, her, hers, he, him, his, and they, them. There's no plural of that. They, them. Uh, <laughs> theirs. Uh, you're right. It was theirs. Now, oh, no. Edit that out. My English teacher might hear this. <laughs> them, they, and theirs. Oh, that was that was trifling of me. Um, but those are the the three most common use. There are a whole bunch of other ones like Z, Zay, and Zay, but you'll rarely come across those. There are some people who like to use it. And I mean, I've only met maybe two people who did that, but... So with they, them, theirs, and like the Z, Zay kind of like, can you explain? Because I know she is obvious. someone like me. I'm yeah. a she. I'm a female. Um, he, him, his. It's a man. Yeah, you know, it's him. Typical man. What exactly is like this area... Uh, on the spectrum that we're talking about when someone says like I identify as they what do they mean <laughs> often when someone says they identify as they they don't identify as a female or male sometimes it's something in between sometimes it's not particular it's like it's not either one sometimes they're maybe they're gender fluid they're non-binary there's a really a large list of what they could mean by identifying with they but like the key is to remember that they don't quite identify with a female nor male so they just choose they so we don't even have to get into all that so like oh god this is confusing now um (laughs) it it is confusing it's hard to wrap your head around especially like you grow up in a society where everybody's like he or she and then someone hits you with they yeah it's, it's, it's confusing so like when someone is 
like they and mm-hmm. you said they're like this they don't choose one gender or yeah. another is it like a social thing like they don't identify like here's what society says is a girl here's what society says is a boy is it just like i don't fit into either one of these kind of situation or is it like a biological thing that they're just like i'm neither one of these it is most it is uh it's a it's a societal thing it is them saying they don't subscribe to the female gender norms nor the male gender norms um but as far as biological there is female and male like that is that's sex not gender they're they're different so as far as sex, you have female, male, and maybe every now and then you get someone who's a combination of the two of them or neither. And that Intersex. Happens. That's Intersex. what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking that when people said I identify as they, like this is me being like, yeah, no, I mean, that you is know, ignorant back then. It was like when people were saying I identify as they, I thought it was like someone being an intersex person. Like they were like someone born with like either like both the parts or like none of them yeah. at all. Or I don't know if that's a thing. Um, I don't either. I feel like it could be them. Yeah. I guess we're not experts, so I definitely don't know one way or the other, but that's what I was thinking. I thought that if they yeah. identified as they, they were like um, an intersex person. No, that's um, that's like a, that's an actual medical condition. Like that's a whole separate thing. Sex is the female, male, or possibly intersex or the lack thereof. But as far as gender, that's a societal, a social thing. So if someone says they, it's more them not conforming to gender norms or not wanting to conform, or maybe they don't feel like they can. Yeah. So maybe this is like, because when you were talking about that, this came through my mind. If society got to a point where maybe we like did away with gender norms, like is there like if if people didn't have to feel like they fit with one or another, would like that idea of like they like not exist anymore because they could still like be, you know, female or male sex wise, but then like gender itself like doesn't have to be like specified i feel like if society can move away from gendered stereotypes and norms then there would be no need for they that's my opinion because that is in my opinion the people i've met that identify as they is because they don't feel like a like a typical female you know pink frilly all that stuff going on and and or they don't feel like a typical boy they feel like some often in my experience it's been they feel like some mix of the two so i do feel like if society somehow magically (laughs) did away with all the like gender stereotypes and gender roles and yeah they we could probably easily do away with they but i doubt that yeah no that happen. i doubtful i'm doubtful that that's ever going world. to happen <laughs> yeah no um and um like i said we are definitely not experts but this uh, by no means yeah so this all this conversation has just led me to think about like if there is someone on this campus who hears this podcast who is um you know uh they them theirs um non-binary gender fluid kind of person i would love to continue this conversation with you like either on the air off the air about like yeah what that means because like i can't speak from personal experience and yvonne can't speak from personal experience she was just the like closest friend i have in this little community that i could like talk to and like talk to like and like not gingerly (laughs) Yeah, I get that. Like, you yeah. don't have to tiptoe around glass yeah. for not offending me. Yeah, because I definitely have, um, honestly, I think all my friends are LGBTQ now. But, you know, I know I can, like, talk with Yvonne and not have to, like, be, like, super careful about my words be- or be afraid that I'm going to offend her because I know she understands, like, I I don't know what the hell I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, it doesn't come from a place of malice, but more curiosity. 
Yeah. I feel like a lot of people in the LGBTQ plus community often forget that. Like when someone asks them a question or maybe they ask them about their sexuality, their gender identification, just anything like that, they get offended. And I, I really feel like a lot of us need to be more aware that sometimes people are genuinely curious. They don't not coming from a place of malice or trying to be rude they just they don't know and if you don't educate them they'll never know and i know that can sometimes come from a place of like defense almost because i know there are some people who like try to be funny with stuff yeah i definitely get defensive sometimes when people are trying to like ask me questions well why is this offensive and i'm sitting here like are you really that stupid that you don't understand why that's offensive and so then I'm not thinking about, like, maybe they don't know. Maybe it's obvious to me, but maybe it's not obvious to them. Mm -hmm. So in the future, I guess, like, how can um, cis uh, straight people just, like, when they make these mistakes, when they don't know, um, like, why is this wrong or that sort of thing? What is, like, a kind of way they can safely and, like, not... (laughs) You I know, get what you're saying. Yeah, like, how do they go about asking those questions um, without, I, like, you know, setting anyone off? That's fair. What I would do if I was, a, like, a straight, cisgendered person and I got real confused by something someone says, because even as someone like myself who identifies within the LGBTQ plus spectrum... I still get confused. People come to me with things and I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> and I have to think about it myself. Like, how do I, how do I tiptoe around this? Like, how do I not start a war? But, and what I feel like is your best bet is to just ask. I know that sounds dangerous and believe me it is, but <laughs> I would definitely just like, Hey, what pronouns do you use? Or, hey, um, that thing I did earlier, I see that you found it offensive and I'm genuinely curious as to why and because I don't want to do it in the future kind of thing. And here's the thing about that. Some people are still going to go off. Walk away. Leave it alone. Don't even try. But there are some people who are going to appreciate your sincerity. Your sincerity? Hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're going to appreciate how real you are and they're going to answer you, you know, you probably get to be closer friends because of it because they feel like you're understanding. But if someone, if you're trying to be understanding and you're being sweet about it, somebody still goes off, leave them alone. Walk away. Not even worth it. Yeah. You're going to, what is the saying? Attract more flies with honey than with vinegar. Yeah. You're more likely to, and this is a lesson I have to learn when it comes to like being like a black person on this campus or a black person in society in general when people are like, you're trying to convince people to understand where you're coming from, to know your side, like, and try to, like, bring them over. And I just want to be, like, that militant, you know, yeah, person who's like, you need to know this. And if you're not this, you're wrong and X, Y, and Z. And I just kind of, you attract more flies with honey. Yeah. You're more likely to, you know, bring someone over to your side. Absolutely. If you're patient with them. You don't expect them to know everything overnight because it ain't going to happen. There's, yeah, there's and, just too much. And believe me when I say I can understand. Well, I can't understand the, the gender part yeah. of it but I can understand like being frustrated and being like it's not my responsibility to educate you on x y and z I've had that feeling so many times before when it comes to like yeah like I said being black but I also know I have to work on that because that's not the way <laughs> yeah, to, that's not the way to do it I'm not gonna get anything solved unfortunately but I definitely understand like that frustration that they could 
you oh, know, yeah, possibly no, be annoying. feeling just like, oh my God, another person I have to explain this to. Why do I have to explain this to everybody? Kind of like situation. Believe me. Believe me. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> have you had to you, like explain your uh, sexuality um, right. to people before? Just like So I like if someone walked up to me and said, hey, what's your sexual preference? Which way are you swinging? I'd say I'd say I'd swing both ways, but <laughs> I'd say I'm bisexual and that's not entirely honest. That's not, I'm actually pansexual, which is someone who is like, it's kind of like someone who's attracted to whomever they're attracted to. I actually have a really funny story about that. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, and it's going to be like silly on my part because I am who I am. I would like to preface this story by saying I was very tired this day. <laughs> so my friend that I had back in, well, this was high school, but I've known him since elementary school. So he comes to me and he wants to confide in me and he tells me he's a pansexual. My dumb self heard werewolf and... <laughs> So I started freaking out and I was, oh my God, you're a werewolf or werewolves real? And he, he had to, you know, calm me down and proceed to say what was wrong with me and <laughs> explain to me. I don't know why I thought werewolf, y'all. It doesn't even make any sense. It was a long day. That's like a really good metaphor, though, because I can't remember. It was on Facebook, I think, maybe. And one of my friends shared like this little Tumblr kind of post situation, um, this little screenshot. Yeah. And I saw something like um, explaining I think bisexuality to uh, straight people is like werewolves almost is like, uh, (laughs) you know, a person acts a werewolf. Like I'm, they're like, I'm a werewolf. And she's like, Oh, so, you know, during the day when the werewolf is like a person is like, Oh, so you're a man. No, I'm a werewolf. And so at night, when the werewolf is a wolf, it's like, oh, so you're a wolf. It's like, no, I'm a werewolf. I am a man <laughs> and a wolf. Where's the confusion coming from? So, it's accurate. It's so accurate. And so they were like tying that back into like, yeah. I can't remember if it was bisexuality or like gender fluid. I feel um, like it might have been gender fluid. Yeah. But honestly, it applies to both. Yeah. So it's just like there is no one or the other. It's not like, you know, when I'm dating... Well, not yeah, me. like, it's if, like it's it was not, me, if I yeah. was dating a man yeah. and I'm straight enough, I was dating a woman, I'm gay. And that's the worst part about bisexuality, because like my my personal experience and I know a lot of bisexual people, bisexual or pansexual experience this because in most people's mind, there is no difference between bisexuals and pansexuals, which don't ever say that to anybody because you will get fussed out. Don't don't do that. Um, <laughs> there is a difference. There is such a difference. A bisexual does mean attracted to two genders, two or more genders, but typically two genders, whereas pansexuals, all of the things they are attracted to whatever they are attracted to, all of the things. <laughs> um, and a lot of pansexuals will say bisexual because they just again they don't want to sit and explain it it's not their job and it's not but in like in my experience and a lot of uh, bisexual or pansexuals experience you'll be dating someone of the opposite gender and they're like oh i thought you were gay like what happened and you're like no still still gay still this still like other things who i'm happening to be dating right now exactly it's like this is who i'm with at the moment there's no reason for you to think i suddenly just want this all the time <laughs> that's not what's happening and it's actually really really aggravating and i feel like people forget it is easier to find someone it's typically easier to find someone to date of the opposite sex because that is what society pushes that is what's normalized so yeah if i want to go out and find a boyfriend it's probably a whole lot easier than going out and finding a girlfriend so, yeah, you more than likely might see me with boyfriends more often than girlfriends. But that doesn't mean I like the ladies any less. That's not what that is. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
you will meet a lot of bisexual people who do have a preference between the two. But again, it's not that they don't like one more. It's not that they don't like both. It's just you, like you got Cool Ranch and you got normal, you got nacho cheese. You know what I mean? Doritos. Maybe you eat a little more nacho cheese, but you still down with Cool Ranch. Like that's not, <laughs> it, it, everything's fluid. We got stuff going on. Like let's not, let's try. People make it too black and white. I will say that. It is, it's very fluid. It's very. There is no one or the other yeah. when it comes to like bi or even pansexuality. It really isn't. Like I know myself, I lean a little heavy, heavy, like heavier towards women but I still love men like it's not going anywhere (laughs) (laughs) so let me see here there was something you had said that I wanted to touch back on um pansexuality and this is just like a question of my own um, that's cool hit me with volition I guess because my sister had asked me she's like you're definitely straight right like yeah I'm definitely straight like I've never like been attracted to anything other than men I get that and so she was like well what if it's like a transgendered man and I'm just like, in my head, like, nah, I want men. But she was just like, but it's a man. I'm like that, yeah, that's And right. I'm like, uh, I, I don't know how to answer this question without offending you. So I'm like, how, that, how does yeah. the dating world with, you know, pansexual, because you, you do identify as pansexual. I do. You just simplify it for, you know, bisexual for like some of us who don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which we'll get back to that later because I did want to talk some more about that. That was what I wanted to touch on. Okay. Um, but how does the dating scene work for someone who's pansexual as far as like dealing with gender, like people who don't associate, either don't associate with the gender they were assigned at birth okay. or, um, don't really feel like they have a gender. Okay. So from just what I know, and these are again, not my personal experience, but just people that I've met that are trans and, you know, of course date and go into the dating world. From my understanding, it's a lot harder for them. Because a lot of people do have that thing about them where they're questioning like, oh, does me liking this person make me gay? Does this make me not straight anymore? And the answer is no, you're still what you are. Like if let's say you meet a trans, a transsexual, a transsexual and they have transitioned from female to male and you as a straight woman are very attracted to this individual, you're still straight because that that's a man. That is a, a male. And in your mind, you understand them to be a male. And in their mind, they understand them to be a male. So everybody here is still just what they were when they came into the situation. <laughs> no, one's que- no one's sexuality has to come into question. You're good to go. But a lot of people don't see it like that. They don't understand it like that. And, and because of this, trans people typically have a lot of uh, trouble dating, especially if they're uh, what's known as a pre-op trans- uh, transsexual, yeah. which means pre-operation. So they don't have any... None of their genitals or anything like that have been altered, which a lot of them don't do anyway, because yeah. one, that's expensive, and two, why should they have to? So I know, and like, I just these are people I've met, it's so hard for them because people are just in their own heads about their sexuality, which, why did it even matter? You like them. Just like them. Yeah, and I think that's a lot of like what... um I think being pansexual deals with is just like, I don't care what parts you have. I don't care how you identify. If I like you, I like you. That is exactly what it is. Like if I just met someone and they were, I don't know, like a transsexual octopus, I don't care. Like, I like you. It's cool. You're great. And I love you. So yeah, just real quick, going back to um, being pansexual, but like simplifying it to being bisexual for those like who you don't really feel like explaining anything to. Do you feel like there's like a this I guess expectation cuz I, I like to just simplify this yeah. stuff basically like you don't you don't like with the whole 
trying to educate everyone, but, like, you really, like, like kind of like I was talking yeah. about earlier, just, like, the whole, dang, do I really have to explain this to you again? Like, yeah. explain it to someone else. Like, oh, like, is it frustrating to have to, like, simplify your sexuality down to basically bisexuality just because, like, yeah. of that? I I do get that thought, and I know for some people it is frustrating. For me personally, no, because I just didn't I didn't care to talk about it in the first place. It's not it's just kind of usually like a conversation I'm even looking to have. Like it's not that I'm offended by anything. It's not that I'm upset to talk about it. It's just I don't I'm not in the mood. I'd like so it's usually if I do say I'm like if I say I'm bisexual, if I take the time to simplify it down to that, it's typically someone I'm not looking to have that deep of a conversation with anyway. It's like. We're just sitting there one day. They got kind of curious. I'm like, what do you identify as? And I said bisexual, and we just kept it rolling kind of thing. Um, but if I was sitting down having a genuine conversation with somebody, I would explain it to them, even if maybe they weren't somebody I knew that well. But if we were sitting down and we were really having this conversation, I would tell them. And people, like, have really strong opinions, I feel like, in, the, <laughs> in this climate <laughs> about, like, what exactly gender is, what sexuality is, all yeah. this stuff. Um how do we like take these like conflicting opinions and whatnot basically just like are you allowed to i don't want to say disagree because i feel like that's not your place to disagree with someone i understand what you're saying like but are you allowed to just be like i understand what you're saying someone's just like what like i don't understand like no you're this and not be like homophobic exactly with it I personally don't find that homophobic. I mean, I know a lot of people do. A lot of people are like, you don't believe in my sexuality. That's homophobic. I don't subscribe to that doctrine. I think if you don't like it and you don't want to participate in it, hey, that's your right as an American. That's you. You do you. If, like, I say I'm bisexual and you say that doesn't exist, cool. I'm going on my way and I'm probably not going to talk to you no more. That's your right to not agree with my sexuality and I'm not going to mess with you. But um, I don't I don't personally see it as homophobic, but honestly, I don't pay it any mind. If any of it was, I don't even notice it anymore. It, like, as a black female, when someone says anything that's racist, homophobic, my mind doesn't yeah, even process I'm, it anymore. <laughs> like, there's just certain stuff that I know, like, uh, black people, because uh, yeah. Yvonne is also an African-American. I don't know if you knew that or not. Y- yeah, I don't know if you could tell. Uh, <laughs> so um, there are certain things that just, like, kind of bounce off the, yeah, the, the guard that we've already had built upon, like, years um but there are a lot of i guess other people who are like within the spectrum that aren't as oh yeah they get deeply offended by it like yeah it's heavily guarded yeah if you were to because i know a lot of people who are gender fluid and uh, you know and there's plenty of people who are like gender what no you're not sit down miss and i i understand where they're coming from with this thinking i can't say i agree with it that is the people who think that gender fluid's not a thing um i don't I think they could be a little nicer about it sometimes, but I, I think if you don't, maybe you don't agree with something, maybe you don't think it's a thing, that's fine. My only advice is to keep those thoughts to yourself because they are not going to help. Basically. Don't ever yeah. bring them up unless you know, like if you're a mixed company, don't talk about it, don't bring it up. But if you're with friends that you're close with and you know, maybe you don't agree with something, hey, maybe let them know, have a conversation about it. I know my friends and I, even within the LGBT community, don't always agree with a lot of the things and we sit and we have conversations about that and then they're nice to have i try not to be the person who even though i'm very aggressive sometimes with it um tells people what they can and can't think because i because of my background because of like discrimination everything. i'm like i don't i try especially now that i'm getting older and being yeah. surrounded by all these different opinions that aren't my own 
to not tell people like you have to think this way yep. you can't think this way this is wrong because honestly some people are just set in their ways and i'm gonna be arguing with a brick wall exactly for That's about exactly an hour wasting my own energy um <laughs> <laughs> trying to like get someone to believe something so like um if you're around friends and you're around people you care about and maybe even people you don't care about in general mm. just like we all have feelings. We all have emotions. Yeah. And my mom and teachers and so many other adults taught me if I didn't have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. That's fair. <laughs> that's really all it is. If you don't agree with like it, maybe if you're a person that's like homosexuality is a sin and that's not cool and I don't like that, that's fine. But do remember that that is you're these these are people. Yeah. So maybe you don't agree with what they're doing, but, you know, there's a lot of things you might not agree with. Somebody threw their recycling in the trash. That's not cool, but you're, you're not going to go over there and handle that, are you? So I would handle that. <laughs> you know, you're not going to go put up your dukes because somebody didn't throw away the plastic bottle. Right. So, you know, treat it a lot like that. Just you don't agree with it. Look the other way. I don't know. Don't don't pay it any mind. Keep it to yourself. Talk with it in clo behind closed doors if you need to. Maybe you'd get your feelings out and discuss it. But be mindful of whom you do that with. Yes, because some, I come from a very religious background. Yeah. My family's super duper religious. Um, They will. Southern Baptist. Well, that's my family. <laughs> they will sit here and be like, yo, this is like a sin. Like, I don't like it. Don't bring it around me kind of situation. Yeah. And I'm just like, um, you know what? That's you. <laughs> yeah. My family, they're very, I mean, we're not extremely religious. No, nobody, you know, nobody's that deep about it. Um, everybody has their own like relationship with God and whichever apostles or whatever you choose to believe in. But uh, my family's not very religious, and we've always been very, I guess, chill if that's a word for it. So, if you're gay in my family, um, you're just that gay guy in the family or something. They don't. Nobody really cares. They they have a thousand ways of saying you're gay without saying you're gay. You know, got a little sugar in the stank type stuff like that. That's how my family is. And um, now they use non-correct words. A lot of non-correct oh, words. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but they're not, they just, they don't know no better. They don't. They need help. I'm glad yeah. you brought that up because it's like, what words? Like, there are so many terms. Oh, my God. And, Don't even get me started on that dictionary. And <laughs> there's so many terms, and I'm still learning. I'm sure you're still learning. We all are. No one's <laughs> ever going to know all these terms. Let's say that. Because there's just far too many. Yeah. Which is why, like I said, ask. And if they don't like you asking, walk away. Leave it alone. And it's just like sometimes if you're not a part of the community, some of them are obvious, like that F word. But yeah. others, not so much. Um, Like, for example... um pop culture relevancy um offset i believe from yeah offset he's yeah it was yeah. cardi b's boyfriend offset. yeah offset um her husband boyfriend fiance oh, okay there you go fiance that's it yeah um one of the three migos um <laughs> i didn't know there were three for the longest time <laughs> I really thought it was every just two music of them. video of theirs confused me i never understood it i really thought that was to only two <laughs> But yeah, he, he, in one of the songs, I don't know which one it was, but he got in some trouble because um, he was like, um, I do not vibe with queers. It was yeah. one of the lines. Um, I think there was some confusion on his part because there was a lot of backlash for that. And he was <laughs> just like, yo, I thought queer was like an okay word for me to use. And it's like, no, that's not what people were. Yeah, about. that's not what we were upset <laughs> That's like, not what people were upset about. They weren't upset that you said the word queer. But there were some, like, 
there was some confusion on his part where it's just like, I thought this word was okay to use. And it's like, I can kind of understand like not knowing not which, knowing which you know. words are okay and not okay to so do you like is there a way to like figure like what are these words that we can and can't use which ones are okay okay so not? the best way to do that is to just keep track of the acronym this that sounds silly but the acronym it will start as lgbt now it's lgbtq and then there was lgbtqa plus the plus because they just couldn't afford any more letters. Like it was getting too long. And <laughs> so the plus is for anything that doesn't have a letter, that wants a letter, we're sorry, but here's the plus. Um, so of course you have L, which is lesbian. Okay word, great word. Any other, there are like, now there are, there are words for types of lesbians and some of those are okay and some of those aren't okay. And, and my advice to that is don't use them in mixed company. Know who you're talking to. For instance, there's studs. There are fems, stems, and dykes. These are types of lesbians. Now, there are some lesbians who don't like the word dyke or stud or fems or stems. They, they hate all that. Now, there are some who identify with those words. Again, know who you're talking to. So that that one's a little little tricky one to step around. I'd stay safe and say lesbian. That's my advice to you. <laughs> or just Stacy. You know, yeah, just, just <laughs> whatever their name is. Yeah, you you know? know what? Um, honestly, y'all, this is a really good tip. If you're really bad about calling someone they, they identify with they, them, theirs pronouns, the best bet is to use their name. Like, for instance, if I, in some world, used the they, them pronouns, and Ricky wanted to talk to me, and they were, and she wanted to say, oh, she's over there, her best bet would say, Yvonne's over there, and yeah. she would never <laughs> be wrong. And honestly... It saved my life many a time because that, I'm that, also <laughs> new to using they and I'll use their name every time. Every sentence doesn't matter how often. And that usually works for me. Like that's usually the, the ideology I go by is I'm just going to say your name because yeah. I am going to forget and I'm going to offend you. And that's the last thing I want because yeah. I know I don't I'm not that person who wants to yeah. like do that. For me, it's just like if someone if I've got to know you as um, let's see, let's see if I met a girl named Stacy. And Stacy liked to go by she and Stacy, and then Stacy switched up the game and wanted to go by uh, Derek and they. I'm gonna mess that up. I might get the Derek bit, like I got a name, I can do names, but I might mess up the they just because I've known Derek as Stacy and she for a long time. So I'll just say Derek wants to go here. Let's call Derek and see if Derek wants to go along with us. And you just keep doing that until you can maybe get in the habit of saying they. It will help and it will seem very odd and it is very odd, but it is a better thing than calling Derek she and hurting Derek's feelings. Yeah, because that's, no, I, I hate doing that because I'm it like. It really does I, hurt their feelings. I, it, I know it does. Yeah. I'm like, I have, I can't be no. that person that does that. And so I'm just like, to be safe, I'm going to call you by your name until like I get used yeah. to saying they, because if I say they sometimes, I'm going to slip up and use the other one yeah. at other times. And that's also another thing. I know it might seem silly, it might seem stupid or annoying to use they. You don't, you don't get it, you don't like it. I understand that. But also understand that these people, it genuinely hurts their feelings to be called she or he. It makes them uncomfortable. They don't like that. They don't like being seen that way. They don't even like feeling that way. And if you could make them a little more comfortable by just simply calling them they, it's the least you could do. It's not. And you know, it's not their responsibility to make you more comfortable because it, you don't feel 
like you feel like it's silly using the word they. Yeah. If you're like, well, that's dumb. I've never had to do that before. Well, that's not their problem. It's really not. Like, just just help somebody out. Like, they're already very uncomfortable in their skin. You oftentimes, not all of them, but they're like not everybody that identifies as they experiences this, but a lot of people who um, identify as they experience dysmorphia and always pushing them back into what they don't feel like can only worsen that feeling. So really just really make a genuine effort to say they. I promise it's really not even that hard. You'll get used to it. Eventually it won't even, it'll roll off the tongue. Like you won't even notice it. Yeah, I'm I'm waiting for that day. <laughs> I honestly, because I, I, I take full responsibility whenever I like slip up and yeah. call someone by the wrong pronoun because I hate yeah. feeling like I've just like, insulted somebody and that's also another thing um if you do slip up and maybe you called Derek, she apologize correct it and go from there and it's really that simple and uh, maybe Derek still gets offended well you tried there you go (laughs) yeah like the the best you can do is apologize and that's every time i'm just like oh god sorry i mean the best thing you can do is just apologize and hope for the best. Because I know every time I slip up, and I do slip up. Amen to that. I really do, and I want to get so much better at that. Um, I really want to be respectful of everyone's like sexualities and identities. And I slip up, and I'm just like, oh, God, sorry. And I just like try to fix it, and I'm awkward, so I'm just like doing... I'm just throwing at that point pronouns out there. I'm just like, which one's the right one? And I'm just... It's just they. Yeah. <laughs> just say sorry and move on is that like that's the best way to like move forward if yeah you do make i would definitely mistakes. just apologize move on a lot of them are very forgiving of that and um some of them are and that again that's fine people are people oh we were talking about the acronyms oh yes okay. back to that um so yeah. <laughs> back to words that are safe to use um so you have the l you have the g g's gay gay's good we can use the word gay great um, now there are other derogatory terms for gay and don't use those. Don't ever use those. <laughs> don't use don't those. Don't do it. It is not worth it. I don't care who you're friends with, who you think you're friends with. Don't do it. It'll start a fight. Fair warning. <laughs> <laughs> and we were talking earlier, like before we started recording about, um, some of those derogatory words that, um, people in the community have taken back almost yeah they will use them Um, as a term of endearment that's them don't you do it yeah don't know basically it is basically a way for the oppressed to claim back words used by the oppressor so it, it is a way of taking a word that used to be used to make someone feel bad about themselves to feel like they are less than they take that word and they make it something good so that it is no longer something negative and this is why you will often find groups using derogatory terms that were they were derogatory for that group but you'll see them using it as term of endearment and you will also see them get upset if you tried to do the same thing that is why it is not up to the oppressor to decide how the oppressed get to use a term so if you feel like that's not fair that's not okay tough luck it is how it is and don't try to jump in on that because you will get your feelings hurt you express that so much more eloquently than I could have ever. <laughs> so I'm super glad you touched base about that because I know there are so many people who will get upset as like a gay person yeah, saying some of those derogatory words and being like, well, it's okay for you to say, but it's not okay for me to say it. Yes, that's exactly how that works. That is exactly it. And like, <laughs> I know, like you said, it doesn't seem fair. Well, you know what? When they originally got called that word and it was derogatory, that wasn't very fair either. So welcome to the other side of the coin kind of thing. Yeah, it's fine. It's just a word. I promise you. There's so many other fun ones to use. Um, use gay, but you just just it's fine. It's a word. You don't you don't need it. 
Yeah. There's just, yeah, just don't, don't just do don't, it. just don't do it. It's not worth it. Um, there's, there's B. B is the next letter. B is bisexual. I personally don't even, you know what? I'm lying. I do know derogatory terms for the bisexual. They don't come to mind. That's not one that I've ever. I don't think most people Yeah, I don't know. ever see yeah. anybody personally use those. I might see someone that say swings both ways, but that's not derogatory so much as it is a joke. Yeah. Um, I guess stay safe and say bisexual, but I mean, I personally don't even know any derogatory terms. If somebody does, let me know. Um, <laughs> I'm not aware of them. <laughs> Like I said, we are not experts. Yeah, I don't. don't inform me because your girl would love to be educated. Actually, I've never, I mean, I've just never personally heard any, I've never heard somebody be like, you blank for bisexuals. It's usually just like, bisexual, who's she? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, then the next one, of course, is T, and T is transsexual. Um, leave it at that. If you don't know what the ending is, because I will say the ending, like trans blank has changed in the past, whether it be transsexual or transgender, that one is actually still up to debate for some people. Um, from my understanding, it is most recently transgender, so that one's the safe one at the moment, but your best bet is to say trans. Just say trans. Leave it at that. Oh, and just to clarify, because I know there's some issues with the Q and the A, the actual accepted, I know people are going to get heated about this, that's fine, my inbox stays open, that's fine, but the actual accepted, like, what is what the Q stands for is queer. I know they're like people say it stands for questioning. In my opinion, it stands for both queer slash questioning because some letters do stand for more than one thing, but it is queer. And as for the A, I know a lot of people, there's some debate between whether it stands for asexual or allies. It stands for allies. That is what the official, you'll, you can look it up, you can Google it. The official, like the, the, the official letter stands for allies. Now, if you want to say allies slash asexual, do you. I honestly didn't know that. I didn't know that it was allies. I thought it was like asexual. It's not because I will say asexual, even within the LGBT community, has not been recognized in the past. Nobody even thought that was a thing. I mean, I know there are people who are like, are asexual, but in the past they're like, hey, who? Who are you? Never met her. It was like pansexuals. Who's she? So like now with the B, a B often stands for bisexual slash pansexual. But in the past it was bisexual. And that's the same thing with the A. It was allies and it still is allies, but now it's allies slash asexuals. So if anybody ever gets in that fight, you can refer them to this. That's cool. But let them know it is allies. Just do allies slash asexuals to stay on the safe side. Yeah. So knowing that now also, if you are a part of that A as an ally, you still can't use those words. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't, <laughs> don't get in trouble. So Please even though I trouble. earlier said like, unless you're part of this LGBTQA, like leave that A out of it, unless you're just asexual yeah. or something like just, just allies means like you're, you're with us. Like, should we, I don't know, have to go march in the streets or something. You're willing to march with us. That does not give you any of the rights <laughs> to use the words. Please don't use the words. I really don't want y'all get in trouble. I am an LGBTQ plus, like I am an ally. So like, yeah, yeah but that doesn't, that doesn't mean I is like one yeah. of us. No, I, yeah. I, I no. <laughs> actually, and the the issues with the Q and the A are why you often still find people saying LGBT because they don't even want to start that fight. So yeah, that's We're, why you often don't hear the QA plus because the QA plus has just started so much mess and nobody wants to even get into it. Yeah. So I'm just going to go ahead and refer to LGBT um, yeah, and assume that at any point when I'm talking about the community, when I say the, the acronym, it's LGBT. Yeah, no, if you do LG, if you you know you were in your own everyday thing and you were like, oh, the LGBT community, no one's going to clock you on that. You're fine to go. So stay safe with that one. Yeah. Um, so 
speaking of like the you know acronym and everything we do have um our own little it's a glbt is it doesn't the order matter really there actually is a reason they switched it because i asked the same thing when i got here so of course the acronym is lgbt and at nc state we have the glbt center there is a reason for that in raleigh north carolina there is an lgbt center and nc state got its glbt center after that one had already been established so the the switching of the letterings is just to denote the difference between the one that's in raleigh north carolina and the one that's at nc state okay i was like does the order even yeah so we have literally the only reason (laughs) (laughs) yeah so we've got our um glbt center here do you have like a relationship with the glbt BT Center at all? I personally don't go in there a lot. I mean, my freshman year, you know, I went to the, was that my freshman year? I think it was. My freshman year, I went to the um, symposium, the GLBT symposium they have every year. I recommend it. The delicious food. You get to meet some lovely people. Um, you get to meet the executive board of the GLBT Center and some of the lovely faculty that run the area, um, the run the center. So I do recommend it, um, but you know, I I will say I've personally never felt welcome in the center. That's not a read on the center. Well, excuse me, if you don't know what read means, it means um, like an insult. It's not me trying to say something derogatory. That is a gay term. That one you can use. <laughs> I will say that. I've used reading. <laughs> yeah, I've used reading before. <laughs> yeah, like you can use that one. That one doesn't mean anything but uh, to say something derogatory about. So if I read the center, that means I'm saying something bad about it. And I'm not intending to read the center. Um, but I've just personally never felt welcome there. I don't know. I don't really have a lot of friends within the uh, LGBT community here at State. I mean, I do have friends, and some of those friends are gay. Um, but I also have a lot of straight friends. Like, it's just never felt... If I go in the GLBT center, I don't know. I feel very excluded. I don't know how to explain that. Like, I feel very off in the corner to myself. But I know there are plenty of others who have a great time. Like, they feel awesome there. And I think the center does do a lot. I know they give out, I think it's every second, fourth Wednesday. Look it up on the website. Don't quote me on that. But it, it's definitely Wednesday and they have STI slash HIV testing. It's perfectly free, which I think is super cool. Um, so, you know, stay safe. They give out like condoms. Um, what are they called? Dental dams. Uh, yeah, condoms, dental dams, lube if you need it. Like, it's it's a, it's a pretty cool place. You never just need to come in there and talk to somebody about your sexuality. Like, you're not feeling good about it that day, or maybe you're feeling great about it. I don't know. You can go talk to them. They're really, the people I have met, um, the ones, you know, that I do feel welcomed by are really sweet. Um, you know, you want to, it's just been my personal experience. If you want to give it a try, I would recommend it. Like, go check them out, see how it is. Um there it's not a specific experience for me personally um if no one's ever heard of intersectionality because that is exactly the issue i have with the center um intersectionality it's have it's identifying with more than one group like for instance i'm a female i'm black i'm gay there you go those are the like well some of those are some of the identities identify with and i feel like the glbt center here doesn't do well with helping like you know i don't feel comfortable in all of those i can go in there and i feel great as a gay female but horrible as a black gay female. So I don't want to go in there because there's not a day in my life that I'm going to wake up and not be black. So I don't even mess with it. Yeah. It's like this idea of like taking all parts that make yeah. you up and like, like accepting me, all yeah. of them. Me as a gay woman was having a great time. Me as a black woman wanted to go home. So I went home. Would you say like from personal experience, obviously this isn't a reflection of the GLBT center as not at all, a whole. No. no, this is just personal experience we're um, talking about here. But like what are 
some things that they can probably change to like make that a little more I don't I don't even I'm personally not even sure what they could change because it's not like anybody called me out of my name or called me any of those derogatory brown terms it's not like anybody did anything like that it's just I was in there I noticed maybe a couple other black people in there and I noticed the people not being spoken to with black people in there and that made me really uncomfortable because I didn't see why that was even called for because I mean I'm talking like everyone was in this large conglomerate and having a great time and we're, all of our own people are just sitting off to themselves looking stupid so I just I didn't care for that I didn't like it and if I have been back since it's only been to maybe say hi to a friend I don't stay there because I still get that feeling of if I come in no one speaks to me beyond hello you know what I mean like hey girl how you been and then that's it has that been your experience like on this campus in general yes yes it has do you think like NC State's climate towards like not only just like LGBT people but also like that intersectionality of like being a minority in the LGBTQ community how do you think like NC State like what has been your experience like with how they've dealt with stuff I I think NC State has a great climate toward in my experience please keep this in mind in my experience I think NC State has a great climate towards like LGBT individuals but minorities in general but specifically LGBT minorities it's not that there there's no climate that's the problem there's it does not exist um I mean you're there they'll be like hey brown gay people go be go forth and prosper but like nothing beyond that and it I don't know it's like the absence of a community like it doesn't exist there's just this black hole where there's brown people who are also gay because they do like this campus has a lot to support brown people and the campus has a lot to support LGBT people but put those two together and you can go play in the corner by yourself so it's weird I don't even understand how you do that like can't y'all just put them together smush smush but no do you <laughs> do you think that NC State and like you like the climate you said there's no climate for um yeah like minority kind of minority <laughs> LGBT people um how do you think NC State deals with like this new uh I guess it's it's not new they've already they've yeah. existed for a while but um this new realization that a different um gender identity exists now with you know they them theirs and transgender transsexual um communities i think they're making good strides to like put forth a genuine effort to not seem ignorant about the whole situation um you know they're fixing up the bathrooms in dh hill to make them like an an, i don't even know what they're properly called but like an all genders bathroom um i that which i thought was pretty cool that's pretty neat because we only have female male bathrooms in dh hill which must suck for some of us and um it i appreciate that as far as like a climate i personally wouldn't know but i hope it's good i really do yeah i i I guess that's more of a question to ask someone who is you know who deals with those issues on a day-to-day basis i i have noticed a lot more professors now like signing off on their emails with like signatures and stuff um yeah i think that their pronouns are like right under there which i'm sure people find helpful yeah um there are now options on like forms and stuff when you're just signing yeah. off on you know male female and then there's they them yeah. non-gender gender Which binary i think is a very good stride i think that's a, a step in the right direction especially for like trans individuals and people who maybe gender queer and like non-binary all that stuff i think that's a great stride for them is that all the strides we need to make no but we're getting absolutely there. not we're getting there 
do you think that it's necessary that like in general like do you think it should be a thing that we all just kind of like expect to do like you know putting our pronouns like in plain sight is that something like do should I go like to my email signature and make sure that I put my pronouns in there should someone who is gender fluid go and like make sure that their pronouns are there for someone to see like is that something that we should just be like is that the world we live in now that we just I mean, I think it can definitely be helpful, you know, because you know how you address an email and you're like, dear Mrs. Whoever. Now, I think that could really be a help if you had your pronouns. That honest, right there. I'm so serious. I'm so scared of doing that to an employer yeah. one day. Just be like, uh, to whom it may concern. Yeah, <laughs> see, the to whom it may concern is always, I'm just saying, kids, be safe. Um, That's the safe one, the to whom it may concern. Or doctor. You know, I can do that. I love doctors. I love doctors. Um, um But, like, the whole, like, Mr., Mrs., like, I'm so Throws worried that I'm going to, like, upset a professor eventually yeah. or if an employer. If you need a tip, always use their, like, job title. Like, if you're emailing your professor and you don't know, it's Professor Blank. If you're maybe like emailing staff, it's like whatever they do, like advisor blank. Like, I'm not joking. If you really don't want to step on any toes and you don't know what to do, use their job. It's not wrong. They use their job in their name. Two things they can't disagree with you on. There you um, go. Because <laughs> those are straight facts. <laughs> but um, as far as like putting your like, uh, what, are the, what are they called? Your pronouns in your email. I mean, only if you want to. I don't really think it's necessary. Not so much. I mean, email is like one example, but is it something like, I know for a while, um, I think the GLBT center had um, those buttons. Yeah. Yeah. Had the buttons that you could like, they clipped them like people on their book bags. They had the stickers for your laptops. Um, is it just like something now? And I feel like maybe I'm not a part of this community, so I wouldn't know. I feel like maybe, um, certain gender fluid or non like gender specific. Yeah. See stuff like that. Um, people would, feel like why do I have to like be on display almost kind of like this but is that something that we do need to like keep clear from jump I don't I don't think there's any reason to I think that's half the fun of getting to know somebody that's me personally like if you think people should just be real with you about it and be like hey you were they them or she he or it me I don't know but um if that's how you feel that's how you feel and I say go get a sticker but the rest of us who maybe don't feel like that, um, just don't do it. I don't feel like there's any reason you should have to have a sticker that's, you know, like, there's no reason, I don't feel like there's any reason you should have to, like, outwardly denote what your pronouns are, because that's your business, and that's great. Um, so if you don't want to do that, don't do that. If you want to do that, go ahead. I often feel like the pronouns are really just a way for people to let people know that they are an ally. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if someone puts in their email or maybe has a sticker that's like, she, her, hers, Okay, and that's exactly what you expected. Like, they look exactly like their pronouns kind of thing. I feel like that's just the way of them being like, hey, like, I support people who don't identify with their pronouns, and I acknowledge that they exist, and I'm happy to hear yours kind of thing. So, I think you you think it's, like, more for... Like a comfort type thing. Yeah. Then yeah. just like you know, a like, informational. Because yeah. a lot of times I'll get an email from, like, a professor that I've been clearly calling, like, yeah. she, her, and then the email will be like, she, her, hers. And I'm like, I knew that, but... Yeah. maybe someone who is a part of that community didn't know that i feel like that's just a way for them to know like this is a, a safe person or a safe space to talk to like go over there and be like hey you know i identify as this and you know you're not going to get laughed at because i mean if they're gonna put their pronouns in an email they can't really laugh at you can they so. i did not think of it that way so i'm yeah no that never crossed my mind that that was what that was i thought it yeah. was just like informing that 
here are my pronouns kind of situation. But that makes so much more sense because, like, I feel like I already knew your pronouns. Yeah, oftentimes you do, especially with, like, an older generation. If, if there's yeah. a person walking by that looks like a female, there's a good chance that person identifies with she, her, hers. But they will tell you that they identify with she or hers to let you know that they're okay with you not identifying with that. And what I think is a pretty cool, you know, like, neat way to say that without saying it. I'm glad we really got a chance to have this conversation because I promise you, I am a human being. I make so <laughs> many mistakes and I'm so sorry for all of them. Like, literally, yeah. I fall over myself trying to apologize some, sometimes and... It's just like, I need to know these things. Same. I need to be better about learning these things. And I know there are so many people out there who want to know the exact same questions that I'm asking. Yeah. But do not want to be like... Don't want to hurt anybody. Yeah, they don't want to hurt anybody. They don't want it to come off the wrong way. They don't want to like... seem ignorant. Yeah, like yeah. be labeled something they're not because they're asking questions. Yeah. And I knew I could talk to you because like I said, yeah. there's just like a... I'm a hard person to offend y'all. Yeah. I'm a very hard person to offend. If you offended me, you need to go pray because you've done something. <laughs> you know, everybody, understand everybody's human. We all got bad days. Stuff happens. We're all a little stupid. It's fine. Just stay peace, you know? Everybody just just be cool. It's fine. It's We're going to get there together. And I think that's just like a good moral in general for like anyone to know, especially me, because I felt that resonate almost where it's just like, <laughs> Do not go off, okay? You're going to leave somebody out there ignorant. In general, you know, it is so hard to just see someone who doesn't understand what you're talking about and you're just like, how do you not know this? Yeah. What's like, and then like have them think a certain way and you just be like, no, that's not it. That's wrong. But you have to tell them why. Yeah. That's wrong. You have to tell them what they're ignorant to and like. Yeah. I understand. You might not understand that they don't know it, but like, do you know everything about being straight? No. And so I think about it the other way. Like, I know I personally can't fathom how people don't find women attractive. Are you kidding? <laughs> but, you know, I, I try sometimes. It, it never works. And But, you know, I try to put myself in their shoes and it keeps me from losing my complete mind every time someone tries to invalidate my existence. Yes. So, um, yeah, thank you so much for uh, talking with me today. We've definitely been on this microphone a lot longer than I thought we would. But it's been great. It's been wonderful. Lovely little afternoon. Hi, um, thank you for listening. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. TRIO Student Support Services Program and Student Support Services STEM are federally funded college retention and completion programs. These programs focus on academic, personal, and career support for under-resourced undergraduate students. At TRIO SSS and SSS STEM, our goal is helping our students reach their goals. We are currently accepting new students to our program. Apply today. Go to www.ncsu.edu to learn more about student support services at NC State.